Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 have a plan for your life you've set goals you know where you want to go congratulations on finding star style be the star you are our vibrant hosts passion purpose and possibility producer cynthia bryan and her energetic daughter healthy living specialist heather Brittany, share the best roads fastest detours and successful strategies for a life worth living Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, it's that time of the week again. It's Power Partner time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our informational playground of Star Style, be the star you are. Brought to the airwaves under the species of Be the Star You Are charity. We are your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. We want you to create a life of meaning and to have a better day of it. So we are going to be bringing you enlightenment, inspiration, and stimulation today. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, honored as a top nonprofit for the fifth year in a row by GuideStar and great nonprofits. You can make a donation today at BeTheStarYouAre.org. This is from Jonathan Martinson. Feelings are much like waves. We can't stop them from coming, but we can choose which one to surf. <laughs> yeah, a very good thing. Isn't that a great one? We can decide what, uh, what wave we're going to choose in life. Well, we've got a really powerful show for you today. Coming back in our second segment is inspirational author, peace advocate, and multi-award winning businesswoman and author Nola Hennessy from Australia. She is in America with her newest book, The Peace Angel. And she's also going to be talking to us about how we can bring more peace in our lives and how we have the power to change this world from one of terrorism and violence to one of peace and tranquility. So you want to stay tuned for that exciting time. We're also going to be talking about integrity. How do you walk your talk and how do you tap in to your inner truth every day to live with integrity? But right now, Heather in Health Matters is bringing us an important Health Matters segment 
on drugs, and that is prescription drugs we're talking, generic versus the brand name. Now, behind all these brand names, we know that developing any kind of medicines costs a lot of money. And because there have to be clinical trials and um, manufacturing campaigns and advertising, etc. And then the word has to be spread to doctors and patients. But when a new drug comes out, the company has invested a lot of money. So does that result in a better drug or a generic drugs just the same? Heather is going to share with us the differences, the similarities, and what we need to know about dosages, quality, etc. So Heather, is there a difference between a generic and a brand name? I think this is something that I always wonder when I go into a local uh, you know, pharmacy and I see brand X sitting right next to a name brand, but brand X is half price and sometimes it's two for one. Yeah, well, uh, in essence, no, there's not much different. Basically, genetic drugs are copies, pretty much a genetic copy um, of a brand new drug. They have exactly the same doses, the exact same intended use, effects, side effects, um, off the you know same route of administration, whether you know it's it's oral, injected, whatever, risk, safety, strength, um, all as well as the original drug, if I'm, except for at a fraction of the price. And I first handled the CLS all the time when working. In clinic, um, what, uh, you know, the main thing when it comes even to buying food at the grocery store, you know, there are some things I will say, you know, when you eat something that sometimes the, in the knockoff brand, it doesn't taste as good. Um, but when it comes to pills, for example, that, you know, we're not really taking them for the taste of them, it's the effectiveness. And a lot of times, uh, people are sold on a product, a name brand, um, just as you said, you know, product X versus a well-known product. Let's just say Advil versus, you know, headache be gone. If people have that sort of, is this going to be the same? But if you turn it over, they have the exact same things. And today, nearly um, 8 in 10 prescriptions in the United States are for genetic drugs. And just as I said, the genetic drugs, um, they grow every few years in the population, especially especially when it comes to price points and now with there being health care being more affordable, um, people really want to make sure, you know, that they are getting their bang for the buck and that what is it's healthy at the same time. Um, a lot there's been you know, sort of misfacts that people think that a gene- uh, generic drug um, hasn't gone through the same uh, test or it's not as safe and that's completely not true. So um, when it comes to a generic drug, they have to go, uh, a generic uh, drug product um, has to be approved by the FDA. And one of the big things, and I'll get back into FDA approval in, in just a second, but um, for it to be approved by FDA, it has to have the same identity, strength, quality, purity, potency of everything as um, the main, the, the mass quantity drug that it's trying to mirror. Um, one of the big things uh, with it is the FDA does um, limit Certain things, and when something goes through its first clinical trial, uh, it has to. It, for a drug to be approved and on the main market, it costs millions, if not billions, of dollars. They go through years and years, and that's why you hear oftentimes that um, there's a, a, an AIDS drug or a cancer drug that they've found these, you know, miracle drugs out there, uh, but because of the potential risk with it, that things sometimes go through clinical trial. Things can take you know to up to ten years to get approved. Um, so they're very potent. There may be, you know, these, you know, magic wonder drugs out there currently, but they have to go through all these certain tests. And this, again, um, costs 
a, a lot of money. So um, a lot of times, too, when you see things that are not FDA re- uh, regulated, they, the pros and cons with that is, um, for the most part, minerals and vitamins are not FDA approved, um, which is, is fine. Like, why would a company spend millions and millions of dollars to promote vitamin E? Uh, but this I, I want to jump in there just for a quick second because I, I, you know that the minerals and vitamins aren't, you know, you've got to be careful there. But when you're talking about actually like aspirin or pain relievers, those to be on the shelf have to be FDA approved to be here yes, in America, and, right? And yes, and so the only places, in, and I must say I love bargains in the dollar store and 99 cents, the only place I would, they, those tend to appear and I would be very, um, I would, uh, that would be one of the Heather, don't throw in your, your bag things. Um, when doing things at dollar store or discount stores, uh, a thing to avoid, I mean, they have awesome things, I, I would say, but to avoid is um, medicines there because for the most part, um, almost all will be not FDA approved. And Is that and right? I, I didn't know that. I mean, even if it yeah. says, you know, it, it says Bayer aspirin on it, you mean it's well, not really? No, no, no. Saying, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about a generic name, you know, oh, I'm talking got it. about okay. generic brands. Got no, it. no, no. The, if things are a name brand, again, look on the back to make sure, in fact, it's not a counterfeit one, but if things are a knockoff brand, for the most part, um, a lot of these are things that, and if you look, they're not made in the United States. So being be aware of those. And again, some are, it's completely harmless, but just to be safe. Um, and as I said, that a lot of things, a lot of times people, too, also uh, go by, oh, if it's FDA regulated, well, as I said, that things can be, there could potentially be really wonderful, uh, you know, a wonder drug out there, but if a company doesn't have the financial backing to go through all these rigorous testings, um, they won't, you know, they won't get that approval. And so, so a lot of times, so it, it, I mean, you really have to do your research and, thing and take things with a grain of salt. Um, but when it comes just in general to generic brands, oftentimes when you go to your doctors and, you know, they'll, they'll write you a prescription for something, um, almost I'd say, you know, seven out of ten times there is a generic available, um, which a lot of times, you know, your prescription with the name brand might be $60 for a month versus the generic. It could be as low as $3 to, you know, $10 for a so that really makes a difference. Um, but the thing was, you know, with uh, God bless it, I, uh, companies that are the original with that, that's how I, it becomes such a monopoly. Once something is released, oftentimes um, patents, they can last um, upwards of 20 years. So, for example, um, the Nuvering, speaking uh, with uh, birth control, the Nuvering, currently there is only one uh you know, hormonal birth control ring on the market. Their patent is going to expire soon. Um, and that what I've heard versus just thing is that there's already two other companies that have something similar ready, like just kind of waiting for that time to, to um, expire so that they can release their stuff on the market. And, again, you know, that kind of creates that monopoly. Some people, you know, are very sold on that name brand. They want the name brand. They feel... It works better, and sometimes you know, and um, you know, people they they've tried the generic brand and they feel that the name brand um, works better. Uh, scientifically, on paper wise, that shouldn't be the case. That these are should almost be toe to toe, the exact same. Um, but as we know, things affect people differently. And also, I, I I'm very big about I believe the placebo effect exists. Um, 
with people, and they've actually found in clinical studies um, that it was very hard for people to uh, differentiate, that people believe that, you know, when oftentimes when they do these clinical studies, that one group, um, you know, they're controlled groups. One group is getting a placebo, one group is basically getting a sugar pill, and one group is getting the real medicine. Um, And then, you know, that's one of the things to find out if this drug is working. Then they've done the test to see if um, what people reported versus, uh, if, you know, using a generic versus a non-generic, and people not knowing which one they get to get, you know, to get those because otherwise people are very um, excited by the fact of thinking, oh, you know, this is a this is the you know the Louis Vuitton or this is the knockoff. Um, and as I said before, too, when it comes to price, the big that's really the biggest difference with this is because these are scientifically supposed to be a cut and copy of the same things. But when it comes to price, um, on average, the cost of a generic brand is about 80 to 85% uh, lower Less. than the name brand. Well, I have a question. Since, uh, since they're coming from two different companies, how could they be exactly the same if it's two different manufacturers? Or is it once that patent is available or is up, then people can get the exact recipe? Is it like a recipe? You know, I mean, you know, can other manufacturers, that's, that's, they get the exact the, formula? Well, you know, I, I have to say probably most likely not the exact formula, hence why Coca-Cola and Pepsi are still biz. But when it comes up, I mean, they're, they're still very much the same. And there's actually been big lawsuits about people leaving other companies and going to other ones and sort of, you know, having these billion-dollar recipes. Um, things for the most part, again, is that F- they have to go. They still have to become FDA approved, and that's the biggest misconception: is that people believe that uh, generic drugs um, are you know made in these poor facilities or they're inferior. Um, but the FDA applies applies the same standards for all drugs um, manufacturing facilities, and many of the companies, um, and sometimes, and that's actually kind of another secret monopoly, is that many. Um, many companies also own the generic companies as well. And uh, something, you know, when it kind of gets into the politics of things, that um, many, uh, some cigarette companies are actually invested or are the main investor behind some of, like, the, the patches, the, like, getting off cigarette things, because, therefore, they have you as a life customer. If I did not therefore, know that, and on that cigarettes, makes a lot of sense. And when That's they get you crazy. off it, then you are now, you are still on another form of it. So it's sort of, you know, there's there's many politics involved in, and, um, and actually in something... Uh, sort of just a, a metaphor and parallel of it. Um, I recently watched this documentary on on uh, sunglasses and talking about some of the top sun, about sunglass hut that you know that's one of those main you know you see at the mall all the time these places and they have, we're talking about Chanel sunglasses, uh, Oakley, um, oh, Ray Bans. You know we think Oakley Ray Bans. Those are two very big. Names. Well, both secretly those companies have gone out of business and I forget. I'm blanking out on the name of this one company that's bought them out that they truly own, uh, say, about 90% of all the sunglasses places out there. And basically when places didn't want to sign on with them, they sort of almost, you know, ran them out. They they couldn't compete with other things. And they're saying their biggest competitor currently is Walmart with their things. But, um, but in their same facilities, they will manufacture um, – you know, the the real replica thing, you know, the, a pair of sunglasses that might be $200. And then they also make the knockoff brand, um, Ban Rays or something, for, you know, that can be sold for $15. 
So it's it's really that is you know, really when it, when it fascinating. To, so in other words, they have a monopoly no matter what. You know, yeah, no matter and, what you're doing, whether you're quitting smoking or you're still smoking, you're still working with the same companies. Yeah, and it, you know, the main thing I want to say is that when it comes down to, I know that I've chosen generics um, over other things, and, and there was actually a time that a pill, um, I, a, a pill I was taking, and uh, the doctor said, oh, you know, well, we were given by, and you know, that's with drug companies, they all work with it, we were given a, another form, this patch one, well, I tried the patch for me, and I loved the patch. It was great. It was, you know, it was a, a good release of the medicine, not a problem. And um, I was given two months of it, and so when I went back, I said, you know, I really, I, I think I, like, I, I would rather switch to, the, to this patch. It's great. You know, I just put it on for the day, put a new one on. Well, it turns out there currently is no generic for it. So for a one-month supply of um, those patches, it was going to be about $275 versus me getting the pills for about $7 a month. So... You know, I couldn't say that I was like, wow, I, I just couldn't, I didn't feel like, wow, I couldn't afford that. And I, I've asked several times, I said, you know, with new doctors that know it hasn't come out yet um, to be a generic brand of it. So I'm sort of waiting um, with that. Um, but what people just have to remember is that, I mean, if you, if, always something for the most part, if your insurance or if out of pocket will cover um, a generic and um, the name brand. And you will see, you know, a lot of times when you go to the, to, um, your pharmacy to fill it, uh, they'll oftentimes they'll ask you which one you want. And again, if you are something, if you've been on a name brand forever, I, I recommend people, I mean, again, I'm not a doctor, don't try to think that, uh, you know, speak with your doctor before, but out of possibility, maybe try the generic brand or maybe try the name I brand. I have a question. What about, you know, again, it's a really big, now to me, I don't, I wouldn't do this because it's too scary to me, but a lot of people are buying prescriptions over the internet and some of them are coming from Canada and some of them are so, coming yeah, from Mexico so with, and to with, me that's frightening because how, there's no control over whether you're really yeah, getting so a placebo ex- exactly so um, the FDA is uh, is only through the United States so um, again things that as many people they're finding some drugs that you know they simply they can't afford especially when it comes um, to think Drugs regarding uh, cancer or HIV that that cause a small fortune that many times people have to take. Um, you know, they're called cocktails, meaning uh, there are various drugs throughout a day that they may be ta- having to take upwards of you know three hundred dollars worth of these medicines because they're so expensive. Well, um, there is that loophole that people can buy things from overseas or, or Canada at a fraction of the prices, but again, it's unregulated things. Um, some things potentially could be the same as, you know, that especially I have to say from Canada, that there's been positive reports, but there's also the negative. You don't really know if you're getting the, those drugs from Canada. And um, as we've seen, you know, in, in Mexico, if you go down, the pharmacy, I mean, the, the you know, quote-unquote pharmacists, like, sit outside soliciting you to come in. Oh, do you need Valium? Do you need this? Um, doctors don't do that. They don't sit outside of place asking people, hey, do you want to come in and get drugs? So you have to be really cautious about that. A lot of times people will buy things off the internet thinking they're getting something in, and um, you're really putting your, your own safety at risk because it isn't regulated. Um, you don't know any of the backings. There isn't really any truth to what's going on other than you're paying a fraction of the price. Same thing when it goes with medical, that a lot of times people go overseas or go, um, you know, get uh, discount 
uh, medical services, the discount plastic surgeries. And um, you have, you know, you see all the time on the news and on these things of these horror stories of these botched jobs of basically you're getting what you pay for. Um, when it comes to, I say, in American drugs, of uh, generic drugs are FDA approved, that they have to go through the same rigorous standards. Um, a lot of times people, again, think that they must, they must take longer, they're not as effective, or they're not made in as high a quality uh, places, when that's simply not the truth. Um, again, sometimes people feel whatever it, uh, that a name brand um, may be more effective, or it, you know, they don't. They you can. That's why side effects exist. That things affect people differently. Um, but when it comes to it, um, my thing is just always buying American and something by um, buying it FDA approved and with a prescription. Well, that is great information because I know from our research. Eight in ten prescriptions in the United States are filled with generics and, as you said, how much less that they cost. But they're also saving the medical system up to $3 billion uh, each week, which uh, amounts to $158 billion a year. So with our system kind of, you know, not quite up to par yet, it's probably a good thing that we're saving that. And it saves patients 8 to $10 billion a year. So check with your doctor or pharmacist if you have questions about whether you received the right medications and with any prescriptions. Tell your doctor if you have any new or unexpected side effects after you switch or start something new and read labels, as Heather was saying. Well, excellent, excellent uh, and helpful segment, Heather. Would you give out the websites and wrap it up for us? Definitely. And just as you said, speaking of adverse effects or just side effects, that's what the FDA is there for. That's why when you're given any new medication, they warn you about those. But if you do experience something, that's what those numbers are on the phone, on the back of those bottles or whatever be. Um, so that you can inform others. Therefore, that that can be something listed because any effects is something that's um, important because they want to make sure that this is maybe one person or this could be a whole population. So for more information on everything with our show and much, much more, go to BeTheStarYouAre.com as well as BeTheStarYouAre.org. Well, and when we come back from break, the peace angel, Nola Hennessy, will be with us. And she will be discussing not only her new book, The Peace Angel, Taking Her Tears and Hanging Them Out to Dry, but also how all of us can be an instrument of peace here in the world. Please stay with us. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on Star Style from the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel, where we aim to empower you. We'll be right back with Nola. Don't go away. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the- Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, 
leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, you are here with Cynthia Bryan and Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where we bring you the authors and experts that empower and enhance and enlighten you with what they're doing in the world. They are the pioneers on the planet. Well, inspirational author, peace advocate, and award-winning businesswoman, Nola Hennessy has just released her third book. It's a very candid memoir entitled The Peace Angel, Taking Her Tears and Hanging Them Out to Dry. You will remember her from being a guest many times here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And she is here with us now, and we're going to welcome her with a big American hug. Hello, Nola, and welcome to Star Style again. Thank you so much, Cynthia. And I'm sitting in San Francisco at Oakland and enjoying looking at the sailing boats going by. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here in America. It just, it's wonderful. Well, congratulations on the launch of the Peace Angel. And of course, many congratulations on the numerous awards that you have won on uh, your other two books, No Boxing Allowed and from PMS to PMA, uh, which is a totally a, a change for the better book. But before we talk about the Peace Angel, let's go ahead and talk about why you are here. Because you are all about spreading the message that each of us has the power and the responsibility to do something to reduce violence as well as increase peace in our world. So where does this level of integrity in walking our talk come into play, and how do we do that? It's a, it's a really hard question, and it requires a, a very candid answer. Uh, we rely too much on governments to do the doing for us as, as a humanity, and we always look to somebody else to do the hard stuff. But really what we're facing now and what we've been facing uh, more intensely during 2014 is a rise in terrorist activity, a rise in bloodshed, unnecessary violence in the home and in communities, in schools, in workplaces. Uh, you know, the Oklahoma beheading is just absolutely, completely avoidable. Now, as, a, as an individual, it's important that we are at peace within ourselves because unless people have a level of, of serenity in, inside, they can't possibly begin to have an effective and positive relationship with other folks. So 
it's, it goes back to the old saying of, you know, when there's peace within you, there's peace in your relationships. When there's peace in relationships, there's peace in the home. When there's peace in the home, it likewise, there's peace in the community. And then it just gets bigger and bigger. So people need to focus on getting themselves to a place of calmness and satisfaction with the way things are and happiness and not be pushing too much and not be looking to control. From a family perspective, parents need to really start to be accountable and responsible for their children and the upbringing of their children. No more of this pushing them out to let the community bring them up or let the gangs get a hold of them because when we talk countering violent extremism, we're talking about preventing the radicalization of people to something that is uh, offensive to humanity. Well, and we're seeing so much of that radical behavior today, which is just frightening. I mean, we have this the new threat with ISIS in the Middle East, and one can only wonder how were these children brought up? What were they taught? What did they witness? You know, what was their example? And what can we do differently so that it doesn't perpetuate? And it, and it's true that, you know, there's only so much band-aiding we can do. There's only so many military interventions. Military interventions are not resolving the root cause, and things will be better when people face the root cause. Now, some will say to me, but hang on, we've got religions and people's uh, absolute um fetish about their beliefs and they're pushing and they're pushing and they want control and they want to have power. No, we can't, we can't actually get away from that in an instant. That's not something that we can remove straight away. We have to work hard at educating and, and re, uh, rebranding the way we look at it in a way. We, we can't respond with a fear response every time. We can't respond with an attack every time because that is not getting us anywhere. We're seeing the same, we're repeating the same behaviour as as countries and as communities. We're simply mimicking our own behaviour. And it's time that people actually said, well, you know, why do we need to always go in with military intervention? Why don't we go back to prevention, which is about looking at the root causes and resolving the root causes? And that goes back to my original point about Peace comes from within. When people are peaceful inside, they can be peaceful in their interactions with other people. They can therefore put that goodness out into the community. I was having a chat recently with Stephen uh, Levine, who does our public relations uh, in the United States, and he he and I were talking in general terms about countering violent extremism, and I made the point to him and, it, and it was, we had a long discussion, and I said, look, really, if every single human being on this earth who's good, who's not evil, who isn't in a terrorist group, if every human being, as trillions as there would be, turned around and within themselves said, I'm not going to put up with this anymore, I'm going to use my positive personal power and push back the negative energy back onto these terrorist groups, then I can guarantee that that karma will get delivered back to those terrorist groups. They will feel 
the wave of goodness that's coming. But what it means is that the good folks, the majority of us who are good-natured, who don't want to blow somebody's head off, who don't want to drop bombs, we are the ones who need to push back and say, enough is enough. We've had it. We're not going to put up with this anymore. And if people reflect about how Ireland and England stopped their fighting, they did that because as a collective and separately they said, we are not going to put up with this anymore. We're sick and tired of the bloodshed. We're sick and tired of the anger and the and pain that this is causing. We don't want to do this anymore. And they stopped it. And they did it because they made the choice. And everybody on this earth that has goodness in them who doesn't want this continued terrorist activity, they can make a choice to say no, no more, not enough. You know, we're not going to put up with this anymore. Well, you know, and this is you or have always been a steward of peace. And, of course, you are the founder and CEO of Serenidad Consulting, which Serenidad means serenity, peace, calmness in Spanish. And something that, you know, I think that you are just known for is that your strategic aim has always been to achieve world peace. But what you have always said, it's about choice. You talked about choice in No Boxing Allowed. You talk about that in your book, From Pre-Menstrual Syndrome to Positive Mental Attitude. In other words, it was a change management guide because you were changing from negativity to positivity. But for those people who have grown up, NOLA, only with negativity and only with violence and only with words of, of uh, destruction and terror... What can we, as people who do care and as peacemakers, you know, and, and peace creators, what can we do for them besides just putting it out there? Or is that the best that we can do? Is it show by example? No, it's, it's one, it's one way. It's about, it's, it's about channeling our energy that's good energy towards the negative, and that's about good overcoming evil. But look, you know, when I think about what can we do, I think empowering the people who are currently victimized with information that allows them to see there is a light somewhere else and that there's a way out of this. And we're seeing this with, with women's groups in the Middle East where the women are saying, we're not going to be covered up and shrouded anymore. We're not going to be prevented from having an education. We're not going to be, you know, toxically controlled anymore. And they're fighting. Now, some of them are getting hurt because they're advocating for what they believe in, but they're holding strong. And, and this is why I've put out on Twitter numerous times that, Terrorist groups like everybody to be frightened. If, if nobody's frightened, then they're powerless. As soon as we get strong and we say, no, you know, really, we're sick to death of you. We're not going to react. We're not going to respond the way you expect us to. We might ignore you for a little while, let you implode on your own soil and sort out the own, their own mess. Maybe that's one of the strategies. But if we're... If we're looking also to heal the people that have been negatively impacted by terrorists and violence and, and atrocious behaviours that are that are reprehensible from from any good person's perspective, then we have to give them information. We have to empower them with knowledge. We have to educate 
influence and show them a light that is a much better light that's a happy light um, and let them work. And, you know, don't, don't turn the light off when we think they're following or they're coming our way. We keep the light on and we encourage them to empower themselves because people ultimately will choose the destiny that they want. They're either going to put up with it and stay in the victim environment and the victim mindset or they're going to alter their path and go towards something that's better. You hit it on the head, though, when you say educate and encourage because doesn't everything start first with education? I mean, even for people who are more enlightened or have the information, when that light bulb goes on, that there is a better way. There is a way that I can get from point A to point B without causing grief or destruction to myself or to others. It is, it's a, like an awakening moment for people. But without education and without constant encouragement, I think it's very difficult for some of these people and especially nations, to get there. Now, what you're doing with Serenidad Consulting, I mean, you, your goal is working with the world leaders to create this peace pact, as you're suggesting, that is going to be, you know, empathetic and, and empowering. What has been the response with uh, all that you've been doing? I know you've won lots of awards and you're invited to speak everywhere but how are you feeling that it's it's going right now? Do you feel that it's like inch by inch, it's a cinch, you know, and by the mile, it's a, it's a tough one? Look, I think, it, to be completely frank, I'm disappointed that in the United States uh, that there isn't recognition of the prevention before cure, which is not a theory. It's not something that's, foreign to people. If we don't want something bad to happen, then we then we embed in prevention strategies. So, you know, if we don't want to get sick, then we eat healthy and we exercise and we look after ourselves. If we don't want to have a an argument with somebody, we don't get into the place where we could have an argument with somebody. So it's all about thinking first about the implications and risk managing. But really what I've seen is a a very strong focus on almost superficial things that are not important in the big scheme of things for humanity. It's, you know, it's not about who just divorced whom or who just got married or who's the next eligible bachelor or, um, you know, who's coming to town and who's flying economy instead of first class. I think there needs to be a wake-up call happen and it's not just in the U.S. It needs to happen in Australia, and Australia's on high security alert has been for a while. You know, there needs to be a wake-up call by people about, well, if we don't change the course of where we're headed, then we are headed to destruction. I'm not the first person that said that. David Suzuki said that at the 2003, um, sorry, 2004, first ever International Longevity Conference. I went to that conference. It was one of only four that was ever run. And David Suzuki said, if we don't stop fighting and we don't stop polluting the earth, 
then we'll all be extinct with, by the end of the century. Paraphrase, that's basically what he said. And that's absolutely true. We've got things happening in the environmental space. People that are ignoring global change really need to actually turn the light on inside their head because global change, global warming is happening and we are seeing environmental changes that we can't reverse overnight. We have to do a big wave of reverse. But this whole violence in society thing, this condoning bad behaviour, condoning naughtiness at a much greater level, like naughty children become really revolting adults if they choose to go down that path, um, there needs to be a wake-up call. Now, perhaps, perhaps it's to have, as I realised the other day at Disneyland in Anaheim, perhaps it needs to be that we have a Disneyland in every community because what I saw at Disneyland was there was not one child who went off the rails and, and was screaming and crying. There was not one adult that appeared to be frazzled. It was almost like there was a bubble over Disneyland Anaheim and everybody at that place was just peacefully having a great time. And you maybe know, you, what you have a great do, point there, Nola, because uh, Disneyland is known as the happiest place on earth. And yes. perhaps what we need more of is happy. And we, if we fun. can People instill happy, you know, it's like yes. Pharrell Williams' song, you know, is just happy. You want to be happy. And, yes. you know, I think a, a big problem with so much of the condoning of violence is in the media, we have to take responsibility for what we publish, for what we promote, for what we show. Because so many I don't want to say nations in a general, but people in nations who are perpetrators of violence and terrorist acts, what their reward is, is that they're on the news, you know, or yeah, people are talking right. about them or they're being tweeted about or whatever it is. Yeah. So as a nation, we have to be more responsible to create that Disneyland effect of happiness. That was a very astute uh, recognition that you did. But let's go into, that's a good segue, into your book, your brand new book, your memoir, Peace Angel, Taking Her Tears and Hanging Them Out to Dry. What many people don't know about you, because you, everything that anyone reads and when you speak, you are just, you know, so fluent in your passion and so connected to the world and you're filled with kindness and love and caring but you had a very difficult childhood and you had to overcome many emotion, emotional physical and uh, other abuse, abuses do you uh, how do you feel that you became the peace angel because of what you went through in your past would you like to share a little bit from your book and from your memoir so that we can really see how change is possible no matter where you come from and how you get there? It's always a choice, going back to your word choice. Exactly. And if, if I reflect, I could have taken the sum total of my life experiences 
at age 45, you know, when I left my marriage, I could have said at that point, well, I'm going to spend the rest of my life being really resentful, really angry, and really generally quite peeved about everything, and I'm going to be a miserable old bag for the rest of my life. I could have chosen that path and been completely justified if I if I wanted to. But But I decided I don't want to be crying about pain. I don't want to have pain. I don't want to have things to look back on that that are unhappy memories. I want the, the, the happiest of memories to be my strongest recollection. So I deliberately put myself through some very intensive hypnotherapy sessions to rid myself of baggage, basically. I was carrying a whole lot of emotional pain and it was it was in my back as baggage and it was something I just wanted to get rid of. And I was as light as a feather and as a result of that journey and over a period of about 18 months transition, I had um, an experience that was was deeply spiritual where my soul left my physical body uh, and I had a, a direct connection with God and I had a direct connection with with another spiritual guide that uh, was a life guide for me and, and did some very deep reflection myself and my own internal voice, what that was telling me to do. And I realized that whilst I could have, my physical body could have died and my soul remained in heaven that in fact that didn't happen that I was kind of pushed back or well, not kind of but I was pushed back and there were things that I needed to do for that was God's purpose and each of us not just me each of us is here to deliver something of goodness we're instruments in a way we choose our paths, but we have talents that only we have. You know, there is no duplicate human being to me or to you or to anybody else. So we're all unique. We're all special. We're all talented. And we've all got gifts to give that are priceless gifts. So my being back in my physical body and with that awareness of where my soul had gone and that awakening and enlightenment and a complete emotional and spiritual refresh, I wanted to be able to to do something to right the wrongs that others had done to me or and the wrongs where I had allowed others to do things to me or I hadn't empowered myself to say no. A lot of my childhood and my adulthood, I was in disempowered to say no. And, and I was not, I was punished for saying, I was punished for standing up for myself, basically. So, And with life, that, Nola, let's come back from break and speak more about a personal empowerment and how you went from being disempowered and, you know, not being able to say no on how to say no to things that are important to say no to and yes to the things that will help you grow as a person. Uh, I want to give out your website that people can go to during the break. And then, Nola, if you're willing to stay for a few more minutes, let's talk more about your book, The Peace Angel, and your journey when we come back from break. Nola's website is serenidadconsulting.com. And you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Voice America Network. And we are on the Empowerment Channel, the perfect place for NOLA. 
Stay with us, Nola, and I will be right back. Right, Nola? Yes. Yes. Yes, that was the right yes. Stay with us. We'll be back in a bit. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. Light up the flames that burn. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be The Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program star style be the star you are hosted by the passion purpose and possibility producer cynthia bryan now back to the power party find all you need in a light that shines oh i appreciate you staying with us here on star style be the star you are i am cynthia bryan and our guest today is the renowned Nola Hennessy, who is here in America promoting her newest memoir, her third book, The Peace Angel. And behind that beautiful smile, there is suffering that she had to withstand throughout her childhood and different times during her life. But she was able to turn that emotional powerlessness into levels of love and peace and um, an immense caring for others. So welcome back, Nola. I'm really glad that you could stay with us for a little bit longer here because we wanted to talk more about the Peace Angel. You were, when we went to break, you were just saying how that there were, when you were younger, you didn't feel the power that you have now or even later. And you finally had to say no, enough is enough, and learn how to say no. But was there a changing point for you? Was there a transformational moment where you really realized, I have a new path, and I'm going to be on it, and this is where my mission and my passion is leading me? Yes, it's sort of like a half stage and then a full stage. My, My first step towards the realization was being able to emotionally exfoliate 45 years of baggage. And I was very enlightened in a spiritual sense and emotionally refreshed and felt like people would say to me, my God, you're so different. And and I had reprogrammed my mind so that it could never, never stay in a negative mindset, even if something really sad happened or something catastrophic happened, that within a couple of weeks, I would be 
in an upbeat mode again. Now, most people would, would see that as superficial, but I kind of wanted wanted to keep going with my learning about myself and what this new refreshed thing was. And it was during a, a sort of kind of like a follow-up hypnotherapy session where I went into what the hypnotherapist thought was a deep trance. And in fact, she had no idea where I'd gone. And for, for the time where, you know, when I was reflecting back, uh, I wasn't quite getting a handle on scientifically where I'd gone either. And so for my my soul to have left my body and go to heaven, that's where it was that's where it was destined to go anyway. And what I found there was what I had been striving for all of my life. Heaven is about unconditional love. It's about peace and harmony and kindness and compassion and and just being sweet. Now, I know some people have made comments since my going to heaven, that you know how sweet and kind and all that kind of thing that I am, and 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 some people have found that too sweet, because it's almost like how can you be that nice or that kind without there being an ulterior motive? Well, right, that's what I mean. Do they I, feel that you're not being authentic? Do they think you're well, so sweet that not, you're not authentic? They couldn't get a handle on it because most people are used to. Uh, people having two faces. I'm not two-faced. I am exactly what people see. I get passionate about things. I get annoyed about things. I get very, very, um, you know, loving to the point of of just wanting to wrap people who are suffering in cotton wool and making it better. And the Green Mile character, John Coffey, personifies me right down to the T. Um now, my aha human. moment came when I was able to intellectualize what had happened to me at a spiritual level, and I was able to go through and, and kind of understand that, yes, I'd gone to heaven. Yes, this was actually a dialogue that I had, I had with God at the time. These are things that have happened in my life since then that have made me realize that I'm being pushed down a path to do things because I am very powerful within myself. People know that I, that I have a personal power that is extraordinary when I'm both, you know, passionate in a positive way, but also annoyed about something. And I get really annoyed about um, violence in, at any level. Smacking a child is still violence. I don't care what any parent says. You smack your child and that's violence. I'm guilty of that. In, in my former life, I have smacked my son's bottom and I don't feel guilty for it, but I know now it was very wrong. I'd never beat the child, obviously. That was something I prevented from happening. But people who think that beating a child, smacking a child, spanking a child every day is good for them, they really need to get a life because it's not good. It actually sets up the wrong values. And, and my... Aha moment came when I thought I'm here for a reason. I have to use my knowledge, my my own unconditional love, and my I don't. I've never held grudges against people. I forgive people way beyond what most people would, and that's a that's something that's characteristic of me. And I'm never going to lose that because that's what we need. That's what we need compassion. We need forgiveness, and forgiveness is divine. 
So if anything, if that's the only message for the rest of my life that I can get across to people is forgive yourself and forgive other people because we are all human, we all make mistakes and we have to forgive otherwise we hold resentment and we hold pain. You just you just said about forgive yourself and you talk about forgiveness in all of your books. And the key, to, in my opinion, to forgiveness is to start with yourself because until you can forgive yourself, you really cannot forgive others. And it doesn't mean you have to forget, but you can forge ahead once you have forgiven yourself and then forgiven others. It, it opens it up. Well, we are out of time, Nola, as we always get to the end of the show. Let's give out your website again. It is serenidadconsulting.com, S-E-R-E-N-I-D-A-D, consulting.com. And Nola's new book is called The Peace Angel, Taking Her Tears and Hanging Them Out to Dry. It is available from the website, also Amazon, other retailers, and, of course, online. And while you're there, you might pick up two of her other life-changing books, No Boxing Allowed, that's a spiritual, inspirational guide to life, and it really helps you bake, you know, break free from all those barriers and not put barriers up, as well as from premenstrual syndrome to positive mental attitude, which is, as you can tell, a change management guide. So, Nola, thank you for sharing your tranquility and sharing your uh, suggestions for peace on the planet, as well as for all of us to gain our own personal power. I really admire what you're doing and how you're traveling the globe to create this peace in individuals and in people everywhere. You are a positive force of nature and you have so much to share and so much to give and my gratitude to you for all that you do and all that you are. So thank you, Nola, for being on Star Style. Thank you, Cynthia. And I, I really do appreciate the, the uh, conduit that you provide for me to be able to communicate to people. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And again, everyone go to serenidadconsulting.com. And we are grateful to all of you listeners who are here with us every single week live, making sure that you can listen in to the great advice and information that's brought to you from our experts. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this show, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. The aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you to see beyond your physical being and know that you already are a star. So until next week when we will celebrate again, remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep you happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan from Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Remember to dream, create, inspire, and make a difference. Until next week. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program. Star Style. Be the star you are. 
We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.